It's the monthly period. Yes. Welcome back, everybody, to the monthly period. We made it. Oh, my God. Happy Memorial Day. I know. I hope to remember nothing about it. <laughs> I want to remember all the hot guys that were killed in combat that I didn't get to sleep with. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Can I focus? <laughs> and that's our show. <laughs> that should just tell you exactly where the direction of the show is going. <laughs> wow. Good morning. Starting off strong. All right. Uh, so well, who we here with? You might as well tell us. I know. This is a great show. <laughs> we're just so throwing our voices. <laughs> Throw your voice. We've, we've, we've become several different people since you last saw us. Well... I don't think since. But <laughs> no, right? We're just letting more out. As you said, new personalities. I've yes. turned a corner. So, everybody, welcome to the monthly period. I'm Christy Miller, your host, and my co-host. Catherine Henson. And in the studio today, we have DJ Furrow. Hi. Hi. And we have a special guest on that I'm so excited, and I've known her for about 10,000 years. Yes. We nailed Jesus to the cross together back in the old days. <laughs> the funniest woman I know. Carol Montgomery. Hello. Yay. Hello. Yay. See, Catherine, this is what you're gonna. This is the ghost of Catherine's future, right? I'm so excited. <laughs> no, you don't want to be excited. Look how, look how happy and it's and, 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 and excited she is about um, this business. Drugs. Oh, you're so cute. <laughs> Trust me, you're gonna look like us in about six months. Yeah. Oh well, you know, more cocaine then for me. <laughs> Wow. Oh, God, no, no, no. <laughs> Chris is going to be like, holy shit. No. She doesn't do any drugs. I know. This is all natural shit. I know. I know. That's just scary, though. <laughs> that should make you want to move out of the country. <laughs> Only like, hole used on Christy is Whole Foods. Oh. oh. I put the hoe in hole, okay? No. Yes. Oh, I got a real comedian over here with, with oh, this one. Oh, bad boy. <laughs> <laughs> yes, girl. <laughs> all right, well, that's our show. No, I'm just kidding. Yes. Um, this, this is our Memorial Day uh Edition. I don't even know what that means. I mean, I know what Memorial Day means, but we just happen to have our schedules collide this time. I know, right? Like, actually collide. Yeah, literally, the monthly period. We're not really on time all the time, so we're kind of erratic, like a drunk girl at a frat party. Yeah, too much know. plan B. Yeah. <laughs> but sometimes, sometimes the, the periods sync up, you know? I know, sometimes. It's like Lollapalooza. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I'm excited about this show. Yeah. There's so much great things to talk about. We got oh, all the crap going on. Drag race. Drag race. Hey. And the... now, do you know? Do you know Drag Race? No. Is this the RuPaul one? Oh yeah. Oh, okay. Is there more than one? <laughs> I don't know. I used NASCAR. <laughs> <laughs> Like with, with uh, Easter like egg colored cars and yeah, John Travolta yeah, yeah. like, at the wheel. Like, Mr. Johnny Faster! That one. That like a happened. rumble? Yes, like a rumble. I'm writing to West Side Story. Faster Johnny Faster. I hope to be there later. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I'm you sorry. have a boyfriend? Oh, God. Are you serious? Oh, Today? No. no. <laughs> Does, is this the voice of somebody who's found love recently? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yes. yeah. Okay. She's found love with a homeless place. All right. Uh, <laughs> so All right. true. So, um... Stay tuned. We'll be right back. And yes, that's uh, yeah. that, that. That was our segue into commercial. <laughs> so we're, we're really killing it today. And we'll be right back. <laughs> Hi, this is Stevie Nicks. And the other day I was smoking crack in my Malibu Beach house with my virgin roadie, Drexel. I said to him, 
these poor children of Hurricane Katrina have nothing to wear to my Christmas party. He looked at me with his sad brown eyes, bloodshot, high as a kite, crusty lips, and said, Bitch, I don't give a fuck who the hell you invite to your goddamn house. Give me my money. And I took that as, he cares. So buy my album this Christmas, son Stevie Nicks. Welcome back to the... <laughs> wow. Well, uh... Is it recording? Yeah, oh yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> well, Welcome back to the monthly period. I'm your host, Christy Miller. And that is Catherine Henson. I don't know if you can see her, but she's smiling right now. Because uh, I don't know if you heard that music that we came into, but Carol, that's... That's my, that's my waka waka music. That's when I fuck my husband. I put that on and we get it done really fast. <laughs> Are you animated when you do it? <laughs> does an acne anvil come out of the sky yeah. when you come all over the place? Some Disney <laughs> <noise>. <laughs> <laughs> How do you know what my husband sounds like? You know, we bought these a <laughs> <laughs> Does his jaw drop and his eyes pop out? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yes, oh. they do. Yeah. Alright, so speaking of <laughs> speaking of tacky sex lives, Mariah Carey. Oh she's banging her backup dancer, Again. Ryan Tanaka. Wow, no one's ever done that before. Never, not J Lo. No. Not Britney. Not Britney. Not Britney. Mariah Carey, you know, spearhead. Okay, I just want to say this. How can I get a job as a backup dancer? Yeah, right. You want to fuck Mariah Carey? For 20 bucks. Ah! <laughs> Be a little classy. Do it for 25. All right. I was going to say, I mean, it maybe if it gets me out of the 11 o'clock shows and into the 9 o'clock shows. Ooh, I'd let her swallow me whole for that. Anyone can fuck Mariah Carey. <laughs> Which hole do you want her to swallow? Just all of it. Buy that bitch a two-piece and a biscuit, and you're you're in her hole immediately. Oh, honey, honestly. <laughs> Mariah's initials are KFC. What are you That's talking right. about? <laughs> <laughs> when her boyfriend goes down on her, it's a loud fat chicken at Popeye's. <laughs> <laughs> Officially together, but uh, okay, until Tuesday. Yeah, right. But apparently, this makes Nick Cannon want her back. I think that's got to be a lot. That's she wants Nick Cannon back so bad. You have no idea how Is bad she, she wants. Again? She wants yeah, Nick Cannon this, back. This kid, she has a little Africans, little cannons. No, because cannonballs. <laughs> no. Years ago, I have a picture with him and the guy from Saturday Night Live. Uh, Chubby black dude that's on Saturday Night Live now. Oh, uh, uh, Kel. Kel. Keenan and Keenan. Keenan. Keenan yes. Thompson. So when oh, I was good. in Vegas, it takes a village. Those, all those years ago. <laughs> to name a black guy. <laughs> <laughs> that's a new pocket. <laughs> so when I was in Vegas doing uh, Crazy Girls, they came to see the show when they were underage. They were both on that stupid Nickelodeon show. Oh, right. So I was going through my oh, pictures. Oh, what's, what's it called? All that. Raw? <laughs> yes. <laughs> So they came, so I have a photo with Nick Cannon and with Keenan, and they oh, were both it. like 17 years old, and of course they came to see a TV show. They were like, don't, and this was before, you know, it's so funny because it's before Instagram, because right. I could have so met, I mean, I could they could have gotten a lot of trouble. You should say throwback Thursday <laughs> to them being illegal. Yeah, uh, no shit, right? Mm-hmm. I got pictures. Receipts. Show me the receipts. That's right. Show me the receipts. I bought an underage ticket. Show me the receipts. <laughs> <laughs> I saw some titties when I was underage. Show me the receipts. <laughs> they were not awesome titties. 
It's oh, crazy. I can imagine. <laughs> oh, come on. Oh. That show's been running since 1947. Oh, you, have to, you have to get an aerial shot of the strippers up here so you can see the titties eye to eye. Not saying they sag, but mm. they're a little Knock across knockers. That's what those were. Yeah. They're little Roombas across the stage. Oh my god. <laughs> Sweet <laughs> <thing about it. laughs> But what else is news? Stevie Nicks, you know, she did a commercial for our show today. I know, it was so crazy. She came out and it's her birthday yesterday. It was her birthday yesterday. Yesterday, tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) Her birthday birthday was May 26th. So she's just, I mean, what, like not a day over 5 million years old? She's probably in her late hundreds. Oh, okay. She had a lot of work done. Yeah. Especially with that nose cavity, she can put a hanky up one side and out the other from all the coke in 1974. But the vodka must have pickled. At least her insides are good. She's still alive. No? No. That's that. I talk about that. No. Your outsides look great. Your insides are fucking dead. Oh, please don't. No. Yeah. I don't want to face things coming out of me that I didn't know I had inside of me. Whoa. Small children. (laughs) Black cocks. (laughs) Thimbles. Thimbles. <laughs> <laughs> Smuggling immigrants into the country. Dogs. <laughs> nope, just me for dogs. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Security. <laughs> Security. Yes, of course, Stevie. I saw her in concert when she did that tour with uh, the Pretenders. Oh, I love the Pretenders. The Pretenders. Chrissy Hine. She's my hero. She's my crushed hero. Crushed this She's show. Crazy. This woman is like 67 years old. Yeah. And looks the exact same. I think she looked old when she was 25 anyway. Right, she's she looked always, hard. And she has the same look with the short bangs. Short bangs. She, her body is tight. She's rocking out. And she's fucking her 30-year-old guitar player. Fuck yeah. yeah. So that's what you do. You don't fuck the backup dancer. You no. fuck the guitar player. Yeah. At least he knows how to use his fingers. And licks. So. And li- oh. We'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> how many licks did it take to get to the center of a Tootsie Pop? Not for my son Chaz daughter thing. Where the fuck I gave birth to 40 years ago. But she doesn't even lick it. She eats it. Woo! Wow, so glad Cher showed up. I know. It was her birthday, too. I know. I love you. Star studded. Man, Cher's 72 years old. God bless Stevie, it must be like 70, right? Stevie's like 71. 71? I, I mean, this is Stevie. Cher will always be older than me. I will never age <laughs> my coke habits. I, well, I saw them when Christine McVie came back in the Fleetwood Mac, and she's my queen. My queen is Christine McVie. That's okay, it. You need that's, to get a better... That's a fun fact just about me. So that explains RuPaul's Drag Race. <laughs> <laughs> she likes the transgender kids. <laughs> I didn't a... know Caitlyn Jenner was in Fleetwood Mac. <laughs> 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 Everyone's getting their ally card in here today. Right? You know? Girl. GSA approved. God. Amazing. But no, share 72. I could do a five minute plank, bitch. I don't even have nothing to say about that. I mean, she probably could. She can. Really? Yeah, but that's, you know. I can't even do that. Well, she practiced for the last 65 years. Okay. She has a trainer come over and they do step aerobics at her house. <laughs> Does she wear the headdress while it happens? Yes, she wears full regalia and her turn back term of Bob Mackie onesie. That's a great onesie, though. Probably uh, perfect for working out. Oh, yeah. Well, in the 90s, she did a workout video. She did two of them. And, of course, I owned them in here. 
first one was um, this instructor Kelly. It was this aerobics instructor from Australia that was her trainer. Right. She was like the skinny, no ass, no boobs, straight up and down, ripped, you know, dude, chick, but cool as hell. And they did the, that's when the step aerobics came out, yes. when the Reebok step was first invented. And they did this whole hour and a half workout. I, it was, it was good. I mean, back I in the night. Stepping. Until fun. I hurt my knees, I can't. It was, it was a sports injury. I can't do my knees. Sucking cock for a raise is a sports injury. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're on your knees all the fucking time. In this industry, we have to be Harvey Weinstein. <laughs> Turned himself in. Oh, that happens. Yeah. And you know why? He wants to do a documentary about his life and his experience as being a sexual offender. He's trying to do a documentary. Like, he's trying to milk this. So he's going to be, when he's in prison and he's bent over and somebody's fucking him in the ass, he's like, hold on, different angle, different yeah. angle. Hey. Cut. <laughs> Can we get the stunt dick in here in my ass? <laughs> but, unbelievable. And, oh, Morgan Freeman. Yeah. Do you believe he did that? I've met him a couple times. I don't believe he did that. Well, he said that he he uh, there was something on some social media thing where he, he wrote this whole apology and he wrote all the, this whole did apology. He, did you read it in his voice? Yes. Uh, he wrote an apology. <laughs> but you know they're all. But you, look, we not you because you're twelve, but uh, we've been in show business a long time and. That's part, of, that's part of the it's game. It's part of the game. Whether or not you choose to do it, like I, as much as Harvey Weinstein is a pig, what pisses me off about it is that all the women that were, like knew about it and they and they let it, you know, they everyone knew about this for years. Same thing with Louis C.K. Yeah, Louis. Louis has always been a fucking scumbag pig. Tell me, tell the story. Tell the story. Which story? Oh, 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 oh I love. Let me get on my Rolodex. Uh, <laughs> one I told you yesterday. Right. Yeah. So. so a, girl, a friend of mine I know who's a comedian said that, you know, him taking his dick out, and she, that wasn't new. He did it to everyone. And she was driving him to a gig. And he took out his dick and he started playing with himself. She said, put your fucking dick back in your pants. And he, yeah. okay. And he zipped it up. So if he can get away with it, he's going to get away with it. Right. You know, there are going to be women that go, oh, well, maybe this will help if I let him jerk off in front of me. I'm like, and a lot of them, also too, a lot of them think they're too scared to say anything because right. they don't want to offend him. Right. They don't want to offend the abuser. They don't right. want to like upset them or make them feel bad for right. doing that. Yeah. So the women keep quiet. I've right. seen so much shit in Hollywood from all that kind of stuff. But there's also, you know, the scumbags out there. We knew about Bill Cosby in the '90s. We knew Everyone about knew that. that. Well, knew. that was old news, and we used to think that when his son got killed on Mulholland Drive, remember? Right, right, right. When he got killed on changing his tire, we thought it was a hit because of oh um, the girl getting raped, and right. we thought they were going after him in retaliation. So yeah. that's how we always—that's the talk around then. But back then, there was no social media, there was no right. camera phones, there's no Facebook, yeah. there's right. none of that shit. So there was no documentation or any evidence or any, you know looky-loos watching shit and be able to exploit it so they were able to squash it and move on. That's all that hush money. Yeah, yeah but they also said, the, the going thing was is that, because they, they used to film a Cosby show in Brooklyn on Avenue A. Yes. Okay? The going thing was is that if, if if he, if you got cast in that show, you were, do not be alone with Cosby. Don't, if he says, come into my room to do some reading, don't go in there. So, you know, we all knew that. Yeah. 
So, I mean, you know. But there's also, now to play devil's advocate, because right. Carol and I have seen and experienced all that shit and been in those situations where you've had to either fight them off or reject them or, like, little, physically fight them. Right. Or cuss them out or lose, or just walk away from a job because you couldn't put yourself in that situation. Right. But there's also that little group of women. Yes. That go for it because they think it's going it, to help their career. Yeah. So they're like, you know what? I'm just going to do this because I can get to this point. Yeah. If I use this as a stepping stone. Chelsea Handler was the queen of that. Well, yeah, she was oh, with Bob yeah. Iger. Yeah. Yeah. And he loved her. Yeah. And she used him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Used him. Disgusting. By the way, uh, Chelsea Handler's going to be on the show next week. <laughs> Just so you know. She's my BFF. <laughs> I am Chelsea Handler. <laughs> Manhandler. Exactly. Panhandler <laughs> yeah. after this one. Oh, shit. <laughs> but but I, that, that, I agree with you. And, and it's, and a lot of people don't want to hear that part, what no. you just said. Is that there were, there's plenty of women, and, and this goes back to RV. And, and Cosby, that, and Louise. Like, well, you know, maybe this is going to help me somehow. The business is so that fucked up that they think that that if I'm gonna let this old guy fuck me, maybe I'll because the, the casting couch is a real thing. Yes. So they think, oh my god, this is how you have to get ahead. Right. This is this is what I have to do to get ahead. Fuck. Now I have to do this because I want to get to there. So this is the only way I'm going to get there because that's what right. they tell you. I was told in L.A. that I could be the next Kristen Johnson from Third Rock in the Sun before your time. I remember that show. I like, listen. I would have uh, banged George, Joseph Gordon-Levitt for anything. I don't yeah, it, wasn't, it wasn't him, but um, people in power told me that I could be that. Like I was phenomenal. I was great, and I and I said, "Oh well, thank you." Then I said, "Well, what were you willing to do for it?" And I was like, "Well, you just saw me crush the main room. I just, you know, right? I could yeah. I write my own material. I don't have writers like everybody else. I work hard. I'm on stage every single night." They laughed in my face and said, "No, what are you really willing to do?" And he licked his mouth and his teeth like like that creepy. And I went, oh, I have to fuck you? I go, oh, so this is how I'm going to get? I go, no, sorry, I have talent. This is how dumb I was. I have talent. I don't need to fuck anybody to get where I need to go. This I is something, as old women, we're going to tell you, fuck as many of the powerful men as you <laughs> Because all this fucking talent bullshit, we're sitting... In a bedroom with yes. a Yeti mic and a and a iMac. <laughs> so so understand that it's great to have those morals and those ethics, but as a sixty year old woman, I look back, oh god damn it, I should have fucked some people. Yeah, <laughs> I had a list. I'm like, I have a I should have list, not like right? not to do what right? I should have done. List. Right. I mean, right. I'm fucking plenty of people just all the wrong ones. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Don't fuck the wrong guy. Right. I fuck the wrong guys. Right. I thought, oh, I like him. Yeah. Right. 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 Use your pussy for good, okay? Go out. You're already being a slut. Just do a yeah. slut in the right way. Rolls Royce, not get skateboard. Get in control so you can get the rest of your hoes with you. Right. That would be it. That would be And, and, and her. fuck your way from the second floor to the penthouse. Honey, yeah, I like that. Exactly. You, we, you're a lady. You should, there's, there, come no, on. Well, let's, let's, you get your mouth on some dicks for us. Come on, we gotta carry these old ladies through the rest right. of their lives. Yeah, you think I, I can lead you to Listen. dick. I'm sorry, but. <laughs> I'll lead you to the wrong path. You got all the bitches with the wrong team. You don't got the right parts. You don't got the right. But for, like for me, I just, like I always tell people, I slept my way right to the bottom. Right. Yeah. I didn't even I, do that. I was married very. You were married very early. Early on, so I guess nobody wanted. <laughs> nobody. Oh Jesus. And I offered candy. 
And I offered candy. And by candy, she means vagina. Not her. So I call mine morning. Touch me in the morning. <laughs> Let us walk away. <laughs> and here I thought we were going to talk about the share impressions on Drag Race. <laughs> Well, we'll get there. <laughs> Maybe we can get there. Any more cele- Oh, oh, speaking of celebrity crazy drag queens. Oh, my Madonna. God. Madonna's Instagram. <laughs> Holy shit. Madonna. She has gone batshit crazy. I think all the plastic surgery when they pulled her face back, like, sucked her brain and her common sense out. She probably Botoxed her brain by now. You know that Dottie Hinkle? What's that little old lady's name? Dottie Hinkle, the old lady that dresses like a skank with all the makeup on? Yeah. Dottie Hinkle or something like that? Or You keep saying Dottie Hinkle and all of us are like, but no. She's an Instagram star. She does. She's hilarious and she dresses like a skank and she's like shaking her titties. She's a big like YouTube star, Instagram star. She's funny. Madonna is just, yeah. it's creepy. It's like your mom going to the school to pick you up wearing a negligee oh, and flirting with, and like her kids say, stop flirting with my friends, mom. Like she hits on these high school kids. Madonna, you're 190. Yeah, I thought I was bad hitting on high school yeah. kids. Yeah. But you're only, you know, you're less than 100. Yeah, I'm 98. She's so terrified about aging. Yeah. It's scary. And she has her, her Insta stories and her Facebook, like the, she's sitting there, she's like doing duck face and she's twirling around with her phone like this and she's like staring at it all. she wants to be relevant, that's why. Yeah. So she, you know. It's like, honey, you're, she's not relevant anymore. Well, so. they, I mean, that's interesting to think about because she's at the top. She's been at the top many because times. Because there was no such over. thing as social media yeah. or the mm-hmm. internet when she did all that. So right. it was very controversial. Now you can see titties by the drop of a click. Now she's actually acting like she was touched for the very first time. And <laughs> this ain't our first rodeo. Yeah, she's, uh, yeah. Ain't her last She wrote a couple either. bulls in her days, you know? She's definitely been put, wrote hard and put away wet. Oh, yeah. Oh, That's God. right. Hung out to dry. <laughs> wrote hard and put away wet. That's what old people used to say, honey, when, when someone's been around the block. <laughs> How old are you? I'm kidding. Do the horse stomp. <laughs> is it, Christy's wearing like Adidas flip flops and smashing the tile floor. You can wear the first floor. Well, yeah. Yeah. You know, <laughs> down there who she's Carol's waking up with those stomps. I don't know where I am. Where am I? Don't wake the dead. But, um, any more? Anything before we go to commercial? No, I think okay. we should send these bitches off. Alright, fuck they the celebrities. They ain't shit. <laughs> Eat a dick, and uh, we'll be right back. Hello. Hello. Sorry, this is if you're pregnant and the baby comes out, does he have pierced ears? That's all I have. I'm going back to the dirt. I'm TV Lord. We're back. We're back. Oh. Welcome back to the monthly period. Fuck. I'm your host, Christy Miller. It's Catherine Henson. We got DJ Farrow in the house. And our special guest, Carol Montgomery. Hi. 
Legion Daddy. Yeah. Legion Daddy. You see how I'm laying on the bed like I'm very Legion Daddy. It's true. Everybody's on the bed except for me. I feel a little left out of this. I'm like, just. I'm just the. Party. That's right. I'm just the Legion. So. <laughs> ah! <laughs> All right, so um, who else is a legion? I mean, it's very oh, nice, God. nice yeah. segue. Thank you. Are you kidding? Segways for kids. <laughs> <laughs> Amy Schumer. So how do you? So being a comedian, how would you feel if like a celebrity like Amy Schumer comes in during your show and says, interrupts your set, says, "Excuse me, I'm famous. Can I do ten minutes?" How would you react? Um, <clears throat> I mean, are we at, are you, everybody's looking at me, so it's my turn first. <laughs> oh, I, I, well, I know what I would say, first and foremost, it's just three words, when I'm finished. Oh, very when nice. When I'm finished, a lady. Absolutely. Nice. I would love to hear your comedy. When I'm finished. Yeah. But just to play devil's advocate. Yes. That's, that, that's, it, I think that's what everyone would want to do, but because she is in our business and she's powerful, people are worried. That, I mean, the kid that... Who she did it to. Brendan She He probably was like, well, I can't tell her no. Because then I'll be fucked in my career. Right. And because I'm sure that if he had had the balls to do that, that 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 she probably would have trashed him on social media. And that's... But what, what is more interesting? The person who says, yes, Amy Schumer, come on up here and do that. Or the person who's like, no, I'm in the middle of something. <laughs> you know, you no, can, that, right? Um, I mean, I guess like he, I, I see what you're saying, but... Right. Could it almost have been more like epic had he said no, right? Yeah, like, but I, I don't think in Brendan's case he wouldn't. First of all, he's a really nice guy. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Him. So, um, but uh, that, that that's the type of thing where, you, you, what are you going to do? I mean, if it had been me, I'd have been pissed, but I probably would have been like, okay, come on up. And I would have probably said, if she had come up while I was there, I would have gone, you know, you could have waited. You know, like because every big star back from when our comedy store days, they, like Robin Williams was the biggest thing in the world. Bigger than Amy, bigger than all of them. Yep. And he always asked to go on. He never interrupted the comic who was on. Yeah. He always asked. He was very polite. Right. He stole would, all of our material. I was going to say, the reason why he asked is <laughs> he wanted to get time to sit in back to take notes and then right. do it on stage. Right. But he did always ask. And, and, and they all did that. So for her to be that, like, there's a comedy... Etiquette. Etiquette. That, that, right. that I think was I think was really wrong. For me, it's like, a you don't really know how you're gonna react when the yeah, situation right. happens. Yeah. Right. It could be you're in a mood like you're feeling high on the world, and then you have these balls. You tell her off, and there's a time where you feel like shit and having a bad day, and she comes in. Maybe that's like the highlight of your day that Amy Schumer interrupted my set. Because she wanted to work out her 10 minutes for tonight or whatever the fuck she was working on. And then use that as a, a thing to ride off of. And you just, you really don't know in that situation how you're going to handle it. But it also depends on where you are in your career. Like how yeah. long have you been doing stand-up? If right. you're 1 to 5 years, if you're 5 to 10, if you're 10 to 15 or longer or 20. You know, it just depends. Now, for Amy to play devil's advocate on her, on uh, for defending us, she should know better. Uh -huh. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. He's doing his first hour in front of his friends and family right. on his night. And who knows if he was filming it? He right. wanted to film it for a special or something? Mm -hmm. or, now this is fucked. Yes, well, so now he's got he's to do it all over again because she ruined it. And she should know, hey, this is this, you know, have some fucking class and go, oh, 
I'm gonna walk. Oh, this kid's a nobody. I'll just bump him. Who cares? Right. She would she do that to another celebrity? I think she would. I think she. <laughs> I don't think she would. Really? I don't think she would. I really don't because if she did it to another celebrity growing, right. they would tell her to go fuck herself. Right. Right. And she can't handle that. So she wouldn't be able to react because they have just enough power to fight her back in the tabloids. It goes back to what we were saying earlier about just celebrities having this power to do what they want. And we're kind of now getting into an age where it's like, no, you're not going to fucking do whatever you want. You know, it's kind of like a new dialogue that's going on in our culture. And um, I would, I guess, just hope for any new comic or I mean, I don't know where this guy's at in his career. I'm, you know, not comedically versed, but, you know. I would just say my first thought if that happened to me and I was a comic would be make this my moment, make this yeah. not not about me, but just, you know, make this an opportunity for me, make this to be a moment that I can really, you know, exercise the opportunity a little bit. You know yeah. what I mean? Did you and, get any any play on it? Oh yeah, tons. Okay. And Good. I mean, well, I'm trying to open this up but I don't have service in here, but like, you know, she's gotten some kind of bad press because of it and like went on his Instagram like last Saturday night, I think it was, and wrote this whole thing, being like, you and I know the truth, blah, 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 you know. It was really crazy, because I'm like, you don't have anything better to do on a Saturday night? Like, are you famous? You know, I mean, if the thing had happened to me, I would be Where's like... Where's it at? Where's the... It's um, on Brendan Sagalow's Instagram. I'm not friends with him. And so, 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 so she basically... Did she apologize? She, no, she just wrote this thing, kind of like, defending like herself more that's, on his page. Cool. See, that's and, why I think she walked in and saw... He's nobody. I could bump this kid and make his yeah. fucking world. It's about me. You know, I'm yeah. famous, so I'm going to bump him and make it. Oh, look at the celebrity that came in and give these people a treat because he's yeah. nobody. Who cares about him? Yeah. That's why she would never do it to another famous comic. But another person that does that, that walks in a lot and also waits his turn is Chris Rock. Chris is a doll. Jerry Seinfeld, same thing. A doll. They, I mean, I remember because one they time. they have nothing to prove. Right. But I remember years ago when I, because I used to do, I used to do, the, I used to close Dangerfields, you know, during the week I was the closer. I was what right. Christie does now at Broadway, at Broadway right. you're yeah. the closer. Mm-hmm. So one night I'm about to go on, there's seven people, because it's Dangerfields. Yes. And they, I so get a tap. <laughs> right. I get a tap on my shoulder, and they go, you're not going on. And I went, okay, wh- why? And, and they turn around, and Chris is standing behind me. And he, and he was so like, I'm sorry. I'm like. Chris, please, be my guest. You go before. I was still getting my shitty fucking spot money, so I didn't give a shit. I said, go ahead. And he was like, he was very sweet. He was like, I'm sorry, I'm working on a spec. Go, do what you have to. And I stayed and watched him. Nobody in the audience, like, like it was because usually it's the tourists from, you know, like, you know, Uzbekistan, they had no fucking idea who Chris Rock was. But I stayed to watch because I was like, this is a moment. This is so great. And he was great. Afterwards, he was like, thank you. Yeah, that's the way you're supposed to be. That's the comedy etiquette. We but also, about. too, and here's the thing about devil's etiquette, about the comedy etiquette. It's when you're respected in the community, whether you're famous or not. Right. When they come in, like, there's certain people I know because I've seen it. Right. Go, who, who am I bumping if I go on? Oh, oh uh, Carol Montgomery or Christy Miller is going on next. A lot of them would go, let them do their spot and I'll go on after. Right. I've had that so many times. Right. Where my friends that were famous come in to bump a spot into the club and then go, oh, well, Christy's on? No, 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 no. We want to go on after. We don't want to bump her. Right. Out of respect because you become like a tight family. Mm-hmm. But, but Chris Rock, like he probably went, I'll go on after. And they probably, oh, let's get him up now because we got to kiss his ass. Right. Fuck Carol. But not like in a negative way, but like we got to kiss Chris's ass because right. our, our packed house equals seven people. Right. 
on a, in a, on a given night. So we need to get some, you know, because Tony's like been dead for like, it's like Weekend of Bernie's downstairs in that office. You ever see the Tales from the Crypt? That's Tony at his desk. God bless him. Yes. God bless him. He's yes. still hanging on to 1973. God bless yes, him. Yes, he is. Bless his little heart. We love him. But but it's true. It's it's a matter of you know, and I've even, and I'm nobody, but I've gone into I've had, I've gone to shows where there's like ten people and there's it's six comics and you know I'm the celeb you're not the celeb the pro comic right and there's six people and I'm like you know what I don't need to do a spot give it give more time to the the the, the people who are on the show they need the, they need it I don't fucking need to be on stage so there's a comedy etiquette the fact that she even had to go on to work out a bit. It's like, are you kidding me? You I mean, go anywhere. Go anywhere. There's go anywhere. Clubs everywhere. Go to the that fucking do... cellar. That's where she takes her fucking Instagram photos all the time. Yeah. Go to the cellar. They, yeah. they, go. they would let her on whenever. You right. know who probably has a copy of it? Because I can't find which one it was in. It's right. Ray Goots. Because I was with oh, Ray okay. Goots at the time. Oh, and I was he... with him last night. And, oh, and I would... No, Ray's not getting around. Yeah. <laughs> no, he's not my type. He's too chubby. But, um, Same. But he's very cute. Um, Build that wall. No. <laughs> I love but, goats. But yeah, he he he's the one who showed it to me because we were, you know, doing a right. road thing together, and I was like, holy shit, because we were standing. And I was like, we're out doing stand up on Saturday night, and you're sitting here on Brendan Sagalov's Instagram page writing comments, you know, Amy Schumer. So. I don't know. I just uh, well, that's her trying because she knew she was wrong. If you know you're wrong, and you don't want to take response, she's totally. You know that's not the true story. Like, bitch, take your fucking lumps. You pull the dick move right. on a young comic who's trying to get to where you are. Right. And you I mean, should do. Yeah. Obviously, she forgot all the dick she sucked to get there. Hilarious. But let's not even do that. <laughs> that's a whole other no, that's a whole other podcast that we can do and hashtag AV2 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man it just it, it lacks coups I mean yeah. whether you're a comic or not it's a rude thing to do and when you get to that point in your life that I just you know I've always said this to my son because my son's in the, in the business too and I go yeah, be nice to everyone especially yeah. the people the crew uh, the waiters the bartenders Leave them tipped, over tipped. That you know, these are the people. These the people that 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 you are nice to. They're the ones that end up becoming the next managers and agents. Number two, these are the ones that also keep you going up to where you are because right. they're the ones that are just like the everyday right. person. That's a, the everyday um, audience member, so right. to speak. Right. I always remember this because uh, I said this to Bobby Lee a long time ago because he shot up quick and then oh, he crashed. Yeah. And then he crashed. I said, Bobby, all the same people you see on the way up are the exact same people you're going to see on the way down. So be nice to those people on the way up right. because they will carry you and keep you from falling all the way down to the floor. It's like right. a safety net almost. Yeah. Absolutely. Because if you're like, um, I don't think Will Ferrell's a great actor. I just love Talladega Nights. It's probably the greatest <laughs> movie ever fucking made. <laughs> I own it. I know it by heart. It's the greatest fucking movie, the funniest cast ever put together on film. I, I don't think he's funny, but he's so lovable. Yeah, he's and very he's so he's so giving. Right. And the crew, I mean, down to the PAs and the craft service, they because he's so good to everybody, right. they will always carry him. Yeah. And he will always work, whether he's good or bad. He will always work because he's good to people. Right. If you suck and, and treat people like garbage the way Amy's doing, 
she's gonna crash, and no one's gonna want to work she's with her anymore. She's been doing that, but she her rep, she's not known as a as a uh, as a nice person. No. Okay, you know she's just not. You know, even when she was starting out, uh, starting to bubble up, she pulled some dick moves even then. To, you know, and, and just like, well, I'm Amy Schumer, and you're like, oh. So. Yeah. So you just it, look. Fame is a horrible thing. It really is. Yeah, we we've seen enough of. Uh, Chrissy and I have been around enough really famous people that you you know you have two choices. You can either be nice or you can be a dick. And when you do, when you end up being a dick, it's like, well, okay, well, let's see what happens because nobody stays at the top. That's just that's just the laws of physics. I'm sorry. You know, at some point, what you know, there will be a new Amy Schumer. Maybe it's you. Oh please no! <laughs> I'd like to. I'd like to be better than that. Right, but yes, yeah. what I'm saying. Like, but but at, at that level, yeah, yeah. Like the next. That, I'm not well, about, well, look at Lisa Lampanelli. She's a prime example of that. She's a shitty person. Yes. She stepped on a lot of people. I even was like, I remember one time she came up to me in the comedy store. She had a spot at the factory, it was like a showcase spot, and she was on after me. And her and her, she's like, girl. I have this spot, the laugh, I have this big showcase, and I'm on after you, but it's going to bump the time. I won't be able to get there in time. Can I go on before you and get there? And me, not right. giving a fuck, I'm like, girl, go on, do your spot, and then go to the factory and go, go get your showcase. Go get you. Go do you. She goes, thanks, girl. I owe you big time. After that, and then I, when I moved here, I saw her. Right when I moved here, we were talking backstage at, at Caroline's. I snuck in and saw her, and we're like, she's like, eh, we're like, Kiki, and this is back in 2005. And she's like, I'm doing a new special. She goes, I love your material. She goes, you're so fucking funny. I'm thinking, I know, because you already stole one of my bits. Um, <laughs> she goes, I want you to write for me. I need, like, 20 minutes. I said, that's easy. I go, if there's anything I have that you want, then let me know what, what it is, and then I will also write other stuff. So, you know, I'm like, thinking, so I watched her that night and watched her really sat and watched her rhythm and her timing and her setup and the way she talks and her jokes. I took little notes down on what it was, and I went home and I worked on some stuff. I sent her an email. She never responded. I'm like, yeah, that's fine. I don't really give a fuck. You know, whatever. Right. But I just wanted to do it for the writing credit. Of course. And um, she blew me off. And then cut two years later, I'm opening for Mooney at Caroline's, and she comes in with Jimmy when she was married to Jimmy. Right. And... She's like, all oh, like weirded out to me. I go, oh, and I made a joke. I'm like, we're sitting in the dressing room. I'm like, oh, remember when you wanted me to write you like 20 minutes? Remember when I first moved here? We're I was laughing about it. She freaks out on me. She goes, everybody just wants my money and storms wow. out of the dressing room. Wow. And I was just like, bitch, I will fucking cut you, you fat fucking cunt. Wow. Woof. <laughs> I was like, damn, I don't want your money. I go, I don't, and I screamed down the hallway. I, go, I never wanted your fucking money, you fat bitch. I went on stage, crushed. It was a Saturday night, you know, date night. You can put a squirrel on stage at Caroline's. And <laughs> <sold> out. <laughs> crushed it. You know, it's, it's a Mooney crowd, so right. it's a hard show to crush. Right. Especially being a white person. I get off stage, she's sitting in that little booth there on the right. side there where everybody always sits. And she looks at me, she's like, bitch, you are so funny. I go, thanks a lot. And I'm thinking, don't steal my fucking jokes. Right. And I just looked at Jimmy. I said, "Take care of my girl." She's, and I just walked away, and I never spoke to her again. Yeah. People really get weirded out when they when they, they think it's they think it's about you want their money. It's like I yeah. okay. If I wanted your money, I would have got it. But anyway, so that's my Amy Schumer. 
Is there still Lampanelli? And, and it, yeah, it went to Lisa Lampanelli, and I'm sure there's about a million other people. Well, that's, but the point of with Lisa Lampanelli is, where is she at now? Amy Schumer was the next one. Right, absolutely. She had your Whitney Cummings, she's kind of fallen off. Right. Your Amy Schumer, she's going to start falling. There'll be another one. But can I, do I have a minute to just say Of course, absolutely. Yes, but, but on the flip side, right. Margaret Cho, I'm, I've known her forever. Forever. Okay, so this is a couple of years ago. A couple of years ago, um, I'm scrolling through Facebook, and, I, and I'm tagged on something, and something that Margaret had written. So I go to a page, and it says, um, I was interviewed for the New York Times, because Amy Schumer had said that Margaret was one of her you know, uh, inspiration. So right. they, they, the time, so she, she's writing all this on Facebook. Right. Thing. They asked me who my inspirations were, and it was Joan Rivers, Felicia Michaels, and Carol Montgomery. And I was like, uh. holy, I literally almost started crying because you, you have to understand, you work so hard in this business. And for, for, for nothing. For, for nothing. No recognition. And I, I, I texted her immediately, I said, you know, you just made my year. I can't believe you did that. She goes, well, it's true. And then a couple of months later, I, I said, when you come to the city, I want to take you out to dinner. And, um, and she said, I'm only going to be in that town. For the, I'm doing the show out for the New York Comedy Festival. She says, I'll leave tickets for you and your son. The first thing, so we get backstage, the first thing she says to my kid, she, doesn't, like, she hugs me and she goes, if it wasn't for your mother, I wouldn't be doing stand-up. And my son was like, what? <laughs> like, she, like, blew his mind. Like, he, and, it was, and she didn't have to do that. Yeah. I mean, like. And so and so and she's a great, and she's somebody who's just she always uses her friends. Yep. She used uh, I think it was Celine Luna. Yep. And uh, you know your show with, with the opening acts. She she's, she's loyal. She's as loyal fuck. as she fuck. She never forgets where she. Yeah, comes and from. she's and then she's and she's had a career where she's been up and down for years. She knows the business. Remember when she got American Girl? Oh yeah. What they did to her oh, at yeah. the networks. They this is how was, bad they. This is how racist. Oh, yeah. How deeply embedded, right? And now we're going on a weird tangent. Yeah. <laughs> when she got American Girl, she this Margaret was the girl. Like, yeah, she, she was, was the it. it girl she was the in Amy Hollywood. Of her time. Yeah, so she was blowing up and she was like working at a department store and right. Judy Gold was in it and who else oh, was yeah. in it? Oh, God. I'm trying to remember. It was a lot. They watered down her character so bad, they didn't want her to, she was too Asian. Right, and they said she was too fat. And too fat and too Asian. So she went on this crazy. Like fasting liquid diet, she, yeah. she got very sick, yeah. and she lost who she was. Hit a d deep depression. The show got canceled yeah. because they tried to fuck with what the essence that made Margaret so great, right. and it destroyed her. And yeah. then so she went from being up here Just overnight boom. to down here, yeah. and it took and her a long, long time to come back. And now she's back, like she's even back better because she's back on her own terms. Exactly. Which exactly. I love. But that's the point, is that you can be famous and do that, but then you, you can be humble. So, yeah, we're talking to you, Amy. Yeah. Well, and on that note... On that note, we'll be right back. Coming this summer, 2018 World Tour, starring Cher, Himako Tarmatel, Stevie Nicks. I don't even know what the hell I am. If you get to see the seven wonders of Rihanna, and be Arthur. I am back from the dead. <laughs> I turned my throat. Or maybe it's a penis. Hey, that's kind of nice. I like a little penis in my throat. Oh, uh, no, it's good. It's good for the speaking. Hey, uh, I'm going to do my whole act in a plank, and Stevie's going to do a line of coke off my ass. What is with the coke? You're talking Coca Cola? Uh, yeah. Oh, oh. It's gonna be fun. It's diet coke. Woo! Oh. 
upcoming Summer 2018 World Tour at Madison Square Garden. Tickets available at TKTS, LGBTQ, Elemental, PYMCA, one, two, three. Welcome back to the monthly period. I'm your host, Christy Miller, and this is... Catherine Henson. Yay! Thanks a lot for... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for my controls, Catherine. And DJ Faro hanging out in the back. Oh, you know. Guiding always us. in the back. Always yes, in the back. Always in the back. Because oh, they, they, like <laughs> they like to get pissed in the pupper. <laughs> That's a song, yeah. It sounds like a country song. It's my senior quote. <laughs> <laughs> On that note. Yes. Um, but I would love to... I'm so honored that Carol Montgomery yeah. is here in the studio. It's exciting, in the studio. <laughs> <laughs> Apartment. <laughs> <laughs> um, but um, Carol Montgomery, she's someone that I looked up to when oh. I started out back oh. 100 years ago. Right. Kind of 22 years ago. Jesus. What Somebody was it like? like Writing machines here in the <laughs> <laughs> But Carol Montgomery was a big inspiration. I remember seeing her on TV when I was young. Yeah. And yes. when I was young. I'm so young, sweetie. I can do a five minute plank. <laughs> Walk it, honey. Mm -hmm. I don't know. But. Um, Carol. Yes. Tell me what is going on with the Legion Daddy, Carol Montgomery. Oh my goodness. She's, she's like talking nice. French. Um, I, yes. Or whatever. Is that that French? French? Uh, oh, it's underbite. It's like Connecticut Waspy. Underbite. Oh. Oh. Fabulous. Don't do that. The Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do so I'll use this time to plug my show. Yes. I um, decide, I turned 60 this year. Wow. You're looking down to 12. Thank you. 100. Thank you. No. Okay. Um, <laughs> there's the cunt I know. <laughs> um, and so uh, I decided, I was, I was, I, I was, um, I just like, you know, I know so many people who are women who are really, who are over 50 basically. And these women are still, you know, even though you're still, you're considered a pup in our, you know, because you're only you're only 47. But but there's this group of women like over. Let's just say over 45. There's so many women comics that are just kicking ass, and 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 they're not as big as Amy Schumer or Lisa Levin or even a Marvin Cho. But these women are, every night are going out and they're doing stand up or they're doing corporates or cruises or and they're killing. And I thought, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna do a show because, and this is for, because I'm it's purely selfish. I want to do a show where I can invite my friends. To come and perform, so I created a show called Women of a Certain Age Comedy, and it's all female headliners over the age of fifty. We use exceptions. Christie's, you know, because she's the baby. Um, I'm coming out but, of a diaper. You're welcome to my crib. Son. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing it. You should. I will. Um, but so, yeah, will. and so I've been doing that, and that's been taking off like gangbusters. It's just been. We have a residency here in New York City at the Crane Theater every month, um, and we've been taking it, you know, slowly taking it out. And I'm not making any money off of it yet, because but but it, but but it, it it has it has the potential to really go far. And I want I want to give women uh, I want to give women a chance to work, you know. So so hopefully it will take off. You're too young. I yeah I was gonna I mean I could I, you know I play bridge oh. so <laughs> I, I, I I burn bridges <laughs> I'm, I'm Jeff Bridges <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Yeah, but that, but that's what, that's really the the thing that I'm doing uh, that I'm doing the most now is I'm really trying to get that up and running, and hopefully, hopefully, you know, hopefully it'll go. To, we'll, we'll get it on TV, and we'll have a tour. I want it to be like the blue collar guys, because all of those guys at the time when that that tour happened, they were all in their you know late forties, early fifties. They were older than that. Yeah. And, and, and they lied. That's yeah. true. But but they but they you know and they were very successful with it. And yeah. and why the why the fuck not why not us? Why not? Why not hashtag me too? No. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Hashtag me funny too. Yeah. And, you know, and we all have that like we were talking before, uh, we all have one of the things we do sometimes, depending on whether or not the crowd wants to do it, is we talk uh, you know, between shows or even after between the sets or even after the um, the show come out for bows, we talk about what, what it's like to be a woman in comedy, uh, which is pretty, you know, my, right. the, I was lucky. I, I'm sure, you know, I never really had that problem where guys came on to me because everyone knew my husband. I've been married since I started stand-up. So no one really ever bothered me. But the one thing as a woman was, I get a call from my manager when I was still living in L.A. and I was doing some gig in Texas, like months later, and he calls me and he goes, we, the, the gig got canceled. And I said, why? And he said, because it was another female comic. I don't remember the woman's name. She had been there that week and had bombed every night. So the club owner canceled all the women because uh, women uh, weren't funny. Wow. I mean, wow. Yeah. I don't even know. I mean, that's crazy. But it's but, true. And I believe that. But, yeah, but I think it's interesting, I guess, not thinking about the social climate that we're living in today. Right. Like, if that happened, there'd be outrage. Oh, know? no, if it happened so, now, I'd have gone right on social media and yeah. shamed that motherfucker. So, but, you know. but it's interesting to think, it's like, you had to go through that for us to at least have. Well, here's right. the, right. this is how deeply, like, how that goes. It's like, one night at the comedy store, I was hosting Poppins, and Dice wanted to go on, and him and I were very close at the time. And so I brought him up, and he starts doing a bit about how women are not funny. Yeah. He goes, except military. That's what he used to always call me, was military. Right. He goes, because when you go on stage, you command that audience, and they're like sitting at attention. You command the whole room. He goes, I've never seen anything like it, right. especially from a female. Yeah. Again, discrediting. Not, not meaning to, but, but he even said, he goes, yeah, women are not funny. They stand around with their little backpacks and circles at dance clubs. He goes, they're not, and they think they're funny, cackling, it's all, except military, she's good. Yeah. And it's like, right. it's like it feels good, but it's not right. Yeah, yeah it's like, also backhanded comedy. Yeah, but yeah. it's also when I, I, you've got, I'm sure you've got this, you know, I don't like female comics, but I like you. Yeah. Yes. Go fuck yourself. What do you mean you don't like What does that mean? There's a lot of comics I don't like, like female and male. Right. But, you know? but, 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 you know, even, even, you know, because I consider you a youngster in the business, but, but. We've there's still so much of of that. There's more women on show shows now than there has ever been. Has ever. But there's still that 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 feeling of oh well. I think honestly, um, I think the the young women coming up now are, are some of the funniest women I've seen. Oh. Okay. I think I, I I I think the males, the young men coming up, it's like okay, if I have to hear about you smoking weed one more no, motherfucker or masturbating. Time. Well, yeah, I mean <laughs> it's like the same stuff. It's like guys, okay, all right. Uh, do you have do you have a point of view? And they don't because one one of the things I've noticed about male comics is the, whoever is the hot male comic, then all of a sudden there's a hundred of them that are the wannabes. Like this happened when Stanhope was big. Yep. Everyone wanted to be Stanhope. Look at Hedberg. Hedberg was what, another one. Well, the, oh, there's that kid. What's his name? Um, that's still shit. Um, Dimitri. Something. Dimitri Martin. 
Is that who it is that, yes. that has his took his whole act? The black hair, he has yeah. black hair. Yeah, yeah. Took his whole act. Yeah. And he got, like I'm like, whoa, this is Hedberg the whole right. time. Right, right. But and then uh, when Attell was big, there was a bunch of Attell wannabes. The yeah. Louis, the Louis C.K.s, they all came yep. after him. And, you know, it's it's fascinating to me. That oh, but I, I, you just made me think of something. We're talking about taking Hedberg back. So there's a comedian named Mark Schiff. Do you remember Mark yes. Schiff? Okay, so Mark Schiff is. Um, uh, opens up for Jerry Seinfeld. Well, him and Jerry have been friends for years, and they actually, uh, and this is years and years and years ago. There, there was seven. It was called the Seven Funniest Men in the World, and it was Jerry, Mark, um, Larry Miller, Paul Reiser, I think George Wallace, uh, a gentleman named Michael Hampton came. There was another one I forgot, but they've been friends for years. And I the, love you know, George. Yeah, George is George is. Love, a, he's he's funny and he's such a just a Jerry's very just a. Sweetest man in the world. He's right. one of the reasons that him and Marsha Warfield are why I just yeah. Him. He's he's really good people. So anyway, so um, <laughs> um, uh, what was, oh yeah, so so with Schiff, so he tells this great story about how he had gone to do and this is before you know like now he goes takes photos on the on Jerry's private jet when they're going to gig. He's like yeah, fuck you. Anyway, right. so um, he he had gone to do a gig. I I want to say upstate New York somewhere, and after he does his spot. He does a show, you know, for you, he was headlining. The owner comes up and says, "I, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I don't want you in my club anymore." He goes, "What are you, what are you talking about?" He goes, "You have, you're fired." And he goes, "Why?" He goes, "Well, you just stole so and so's act from the week before, and the guy had, the guy who'd been there the week before had stolen Mark's act, and oh, Mark shit. got fired." Oh wow, Jesus, yeah. So I, well, I guess because with comedy, whoever gets it on stage or on TV first wins. Wins. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's a race. I think people have a hard time stealing your act and my act. Yeah, because mm -hmm. she's... Well, I, when I first saw her, I know I've told the story a thousand times. I know, but I love it because it's about me. <laughs> <laughs> Please tell me more. Let's <laughs> turn these big bright lights right in your direction. The limelight here. Uh, when I met her, I was doing... I was closing the Broadway show, and it was, it was a quiet night, and she was sitting with my buddy, Teddy Smith. Teddy's great. Love, heart, my heart. So I met her. I didn't know who she was. She's, you know... Just, young girl and I had a great set and she goes I and she sent me this message I do the show at the pair it's a Tuesday night it's midnight <laughs> you know I don't think you're gonna wanna like do it it's kinda lame and late I know it's probably beneath you and I'm like dude I'm a whore I'll, I she love stage whore. time yes I know that I know, you know I don't you know I don't no there's no stage too small in my world or no dick too big nah. never well <laughs> never <laughs> never not cause I'm hung like the Lincoln Tunnel <laughs> <laughs> so I go down and I do her room on a Tuesday night at midnight, and I, I she was so gracious. She's like she put me for like second. It's a great crowd, crushed. She went up and I watched her and I'm like this. I never see any of the young girls or even right. at our talk about the shit she talks about, and her experiences are so unique. And I'm like she was so had such a strong point of view that I was like. I love her. Like, she's amazing. I'm like, she's got to be doing this, like, five, six years, somewhere right. in there. And I get off, she gets off set, we're talking, and I said, how long have you been doing this? And I'm thinking five or six years. She's like, oh, less than a year. Oh, and my jaw drops. <laughs> and I said, do you have it? Do not ever stop doing this, because this is what you're meant to do. Wow. And wow. Now, now here we are. And now, and now here we are. I'm my wing. <laughs> I have to see you now. Now you have yeah. pressure, because now I have to watch you. Yeah. And the grass is going to judge you. <laughs> Like this, I'll stand the front. I, I, stand I, the front like this, with the monocle, like Bud Freeman. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
was so funny. Whenever I go see people, like people invite me to see shows and everything, and I, when I go to see someone, if they, especially solo shows, because I would do that, you know, I develop right. solo shows and I direct them. So I'll always be sitting, like I try not to be seen, but I'm always like this. I'm always like this. I'm always staring at the people, and I, and I have a serious look on my face. And everyone after the show goes, did you hate the show? Mm -hmm. I'm like, no, I'm just watching because I'm trying to think of stuff. But people always think, like, sit in the back because I don't yeah. want anyone to see the fact that I'm kind of, I won't. I will judge you. That's fine. But in a good way. Yeah. <laughs> because our brain's working. So yeah, she's watching, watching. She's listening to the timing and the right, rhythm. and the right. point. Like, okay, she could do this here. Oh, this is great. So her right. mind is always working and she yes. watches. Well, I, I mean, I'm, I am open to feedback. Some people aren't, you know. I mean, yeah. obviously you don't. I'm not a big fan of, like, maybe an audience member coming up and being like, hey, you know what, you don't need to do any, or, you know what right. I mean? Don't but, talk about this. Yeah. Don't, you, I mean, just, yeah. I had the owner of the comic strip, like, I went for my uh, audition. We go. <laughs> I, I went for my audition, and I had a great set. And I'm pretty hard on myself, so for me to say that, I'm like, right. they liked me. Right. When they were leaving, they were like, you were great, that was funny. And... Kinkin? He, yeah. he brought, you know, I sat down with them, and he was like, all right, you know, you have a good presence on stage, you're likable, you're attractive enough, uh, don't talk about meth. And wow. come back next time. Wow. And I was like, okay, I mean, fine, that I just take it as like, I will, I always hope to continue developing material, you right. know. You're like, but, well, now I can't talk about me anymore. But yeah, <laughs> but like, this is my truth, and it's real, and right. maybe this just isn't my, like, home club, and that's okay. Right. But I can just tell you, because I also teach there, because I do everything, but, but, what I always tell my students is, is that what you're doing is actually what you should be doing. Find what you what what is your what is your truth? What is what, what do you talk about? What is what is you know? Who, of course, he said, "Don't talk about that," because he's an idiot. You know, Richie doesn't like any any woman being dirty, edgy, or right. smart. Right. He likes you watered down, cookie right. cutter. Right. Oh my god, my boyfriend left the toilet seat up and I went to pee at three in the morning and I fell in. What the <laughs> fuck is that about? Like, this is bullshit. We totally broke up. Oh my god. My and then down. I just put the toothpaste cap on and he beat me with it. <laughs> <laughs> also remember now, this is a man that, um, uh, you know, because he because he, he and um, his partner, they discovered Eddie Murphy, yeah. which is a once in a life. When, when you talk about, when, when people become stars. A comment. Right. It's a once in a lifetime that they just happened to luck out that he was in their room, his room, at the time. At the, the time, and they planets lined up. Right. Uh, okay, because that that shit doesn't happen. But because of that, he now thinks that he can. He has. He and they all do. All of the club owners. They're like, you know, I, let me give you some advice. And when someone says that to me, I go, thanks. Fuck you. Uh, no <laughs> way. Do not. Well, you know. What is well, some advice you would give? Oh, oh. Yeah, I mean, now you what, know. For young for young comics. Yeah. I. Just don't listen to, don't listen, don't listen to the haters. Just do what you do. You're going to do well. Sometimes you're going to suck sometimes. I did, a, I did a spot last night down in the village. It was a very bizarre, it was just a very weird crowd. And they were good. But like there were certain jokes that I do that just usually get a big laugh. And they just kind of yeah. sat there. But then they, then the next joke, they laughed again. But I've had 40 years of experience. So I just keep, I just keep, do, I, this is what I wanted to talk about. And I was basically talking about being 60 in a group, you know, it was down... It was it, it was at the Bristol Theater. It was at... Oh, really? Oh, yeah, oh, okay. DJ show? Yeah, right. Yes. I, so it's it's basically all frat boys and a couple of girls with their guys thinking, am I going to let him fuck me later? You know, yeah. so they're not... Here no. I am talking about aging and my fucking 
insides falling out of my body. And, and they're like, mm. but then there were jokes that, 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 that got, I got, so I don't care. I didn't care. And of course, every comic said to me, that was a great show. And I was like, oh, okay. I know okay, a great because, show. Because nowadays, um, Avery Castillo and I were talking about this. Yeah, she's, she's a, great. She's a cutie her. pie. Yes. She's adorable. She goes, because she knew me back in the Mooney days. Right. And do you have to go? Okay. Yeah. Say goodbye, Catherine. Um. I'm yep. gonna finish this out and I, you get out. Because I was fine. Oh, I, I know. This is all. Oh my God, we can't She's even. Going down to the world famous. I'm, I'm actually pair. going to the Grizzly Pair. Well, and have I'm, fun. I'm first. So are, are, you, are you with PJ? No, this okay. is Kenny Warren. Oh, I know Kenny. Yeah, and I, and you know, Kenny will never book me because I won't fuck him. No, <laughs> this is all go. Well, I love Kenny. What a start to finish podcast. I know, right? like, <laughs> just full circle. I know. It's like. Love Kenny. You know, yeah. Okay, I said what's up. Really a pleasure. We will, we will. We're, we're doing this on the air. Really, just such a pleasure. It was very nice to meet Corey, you. Corey, can you unlock her out for me? Oh, yeah. I'll just keep talking. This. I'll let the cat out of the I, bag. I wish I could stay. Oh, don't Thanks. worry about it. We'll we'll hang out. This is part of the podcast. We're kicking know, people I out. We're, I know. Get out. Get cat. out, you young child. Go work on your fucking craft. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. With your six-minute headlining set. On fisting. Um, yeah. yeah. Six minutes on fisting. Fine. Bye. Bye. You have a great set. Bye. Thank you. And so, but back to what you were saying about all of that before we go. Yes. But the truth, she's really funny. Yeah, I can tell. And she used to smoke meth. Right. So she yes. tells all these stories about meth. Wow. So for Richie to sit down and tell her to say that, right. he's just being a dick. Right. Because he's stuck in 1975. Well, Lucian told me, um, uh, Lucian told me that my thighs were too big. Not to wear pants. Oh, I had a, uh, there was a, there's a comic in Los Angeles who plays the Ice House a lot. Oh, he did. I don't know if he still does. I don't even know if he's still around. His name was Franchi. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You know yeah. what he told me one night after my set? I just crushed. He goes, yeah, you need to wear dresses on stage because you're a girl. It'll soften the blow. <laughs> I'd wear a strap-on on stage if I were you. Ah, oh, God, that would be good. You great. think I'm not? That's casual Friday. <laughs> <laughs> that would be awesome. But, that's for the special. Yeah, hilarious. Oh, that's my get, closing bit. Yeah, that's Christie's like, Sunday my, church special. That's my Gallagher closing bit with the props. <laughs> no, I'm serious. I tribute when, to when, we all, when we already have the money in the bank and we know we're paying for the special, that's yeah, what she's that's what I'm doing. Uh, but look at, like, okay, Tony's, a, I mean, God bless Tony. He's Tony's what, 83 great. now? Oh, my God. I don't 183? Yeah, he's, but, like, they're telling him... Christy needs is the closer because right. you know he won't let women close. Right. And the fact that he let you close because right. he said women aren't strong enough comics to close a show. Right. And Joe Carcel is like, yeah, she can close. Right. She's fine. And Kim and Julius are like, she's the closer. Like, right. Right. She's Absolutely. A great way to end it because it's so high energy that you right. can leave with that energy leaving the room, no matter if it's great or bad. But it's just so funny how old school these old club owners still think. Oh, yeah. That it's the 70s. Well, I I, I, I had um, a couple of uh, agents say to me, oh, you know, uh, you know, they don't like dirty. They don't, and I'm like, and this was in the age of, at the time, this is when Lisa had just hit and Sarah Silverman was big and when it comes, I'm like, what? Oh, so wait a minute. So in other words, it's okay if you're famous and you can say everything. But because I'm, so, and I have over two dozen TV credits. It's not like I'm just some person who's been doing stand-up a minute. But it's like, you're really saying to me, okay, I shouldn't do this. I said, well, then then I can't work with you. Because if you're not going to book me for who I am, what's the point? Yep. So. I've been told, like, I, I, 
uh, last week I was at Dangerfields. If you know Dante Nero, of course I know. Hilarious, right? Yeah, right. Great. So Vanessa came in to work on some stuff for Vanessa her first yeah, because yes. she was working on. She goes, I need like eighteen hours of clean material. I know she was telling me this. She was so funny. So her and Frankie Hudak came in together. Oh, that's funny. And it was hysterical. I'm like, God, I feel like I'm in 1987. Yeah, I know. <laughs> this is great. And. uh so she came in to do a few minutes to work on this material. And she was like in the corner, so I didn't bother. Me and Frankie were acting idiot, like making fun of everybody and having fun. And, and then after her set, I was like, you know, it's so, you know, and Dante had gone up and she went up and I was closing the show. And it was so funny because like she sat down and I'm like, I go, I didn't want to bother you before because she used to do our Broadly Funnies when she was right, in town. Right, 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 right. She's so funny. She's great. She's, She's brilliant. Like, like beyond such no. a great writer. Oh, yeah. Phenomenal I, writer. Yeah. Um, so, like, she goes, oh, she goes, yeah, I was working on this. I said, I didn't want to bug you because you look like you're in your zone, and I know how I am when I'm in the zone. Like, don't talk to me. Right. So I would have punched you. So she was laughing. <laughs> but so Dante gets up, and he's like, oh, my God, you're so funny. You're so dirty. And she's like, no, but dirty is fu Funny means you were dirty, or dirty equals funny. And we were dying laughing because right. if you kill... And a lot of times, especially in this climate, just right. doing, because I do do dirty and of blue course, and politically incorrect. You do do dirty? <laughs> I do do dirty. Oh, wow. I know. I don't wipe or anything. so <laughs> hot. So, um, it's so funny because I was finding, especially now for the market, for what I do and what right. you do. Right. Is being embraced a lot more. I've noticed just like stepping out of my oh, body yeah. Oh, yeah. because of all the political climate that's going on and the negativity on social media with the administration and that whole right. shit show. Right. Nobody wants to hear it. I don't want to hear it. Right. I don't even want to see it. Right. That man makes me sick. Right. I don't want to get involved. I don't want to debate anybody because it's right. pointless. I just go. I, I, I don't do, fairly, I say this all the time, I don't do political material, I just do my dick jokes and I get my money and then I go home. Exactly. That's it. People want to be entertained. Everyone is so, because there was a, you, you I'm sure you saw on social media with, uh, that there was a guy fired from the Borgata. Did you yes, know about yes, that? Yes, yes, yes. And he's a great guy. He's so sweet. He's great. He's funny. He did one joke. Yes. And they fired him, and it was a Trump joke. And what's what's and then people like, like I posted about it because I was supporting him. I saw that. That's right. I, I saw your post. And somebody said to me, well, you know, you know, you shouldn't do, you know, you shouldn't be doing political stuff. And cause I said, that's fine. That's fine. He did the joke the night before and there was no problem. So you can't say to a comic, okay, it's okay to do the joke now. On but, Friday, but not on Saturday. Not on Saturday. You either say to them ahead of time, you don't do political material. Yes. Period. We don't want that here. Just do, yeah. Right. And so, let them know ahead of time. Right. If they want to do the gig or not, right? But mm -hmm. don't tell them one night it's fine, and right. then the next night, the last minute, go. Oh, you can't do you can't do any political jokes well, or any type of any any censorship of any right. type. Well, when I do I do mili the military tours, right? So the first tour I ever do, it was me, um, Mark Rickabana, uh, Felicia Michaels, and Leanne Lord, and me. I think that was the five of us. I don't know. Anyway, so Felicia's also dirty. Felicia right. hadn't been working. Because this is just when she had uh, broken up with her husband and she was going back to stand-up. And so one of the things that they said to us is, you know, no political, uh, no dirty. And um, and so the first night, Felicia opens and just does what she does. And then Stephen Cruiser, who is uh, a very uh, 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 very right, very Republican, he does political stuff. But nothing bashing, just funny materials. And... Uh, and I walked over to the uh, to the, the CEO, the guy in charge. He was actually the head of all forces. So he goes, 
fun. <laughs> it was because they had had such a great, the, the, the boys had had such a great time. But it was just so funny because I always say to the commanding officers, what do you, what can we do, what can we do? And they always say nothing, yes, you know. Right. So, but it was just so funny because he was just like, he, he just, I mean, it was such a great show. Right. But, but, but you know, you're like, I'm sure that, like, if somebody calls you and says, hey, Christy, we, we want you to do this corporate show, okay? We'd like you to be a little risque, but not balls to the wall like you were. Right. You could do that. You could probably even do clean. I know that's hard to believe that you, but you could. If you had to, if somebody's paying ten grand, oh honey, I'm right. wipe my ass for them. Right, but but there's a way to do that. But they te if they tell you ahead of time, so you can prepare. So you can prepare. But if you just say to me, uh, listen, that five minute chunk you do about your dried up pussy, can't do it, and it's like two minutes before I'm going on stage. Guess what? I'm opening with dried up. Oh, okay, right. here's a great example, Judy Gold. Right. This is my favorite story I ever heard. She did this, um, this like women's domestic violence. Right. Like women in some bullshit, um, like benefit kind of thing. And they said, whatever you do, don't talk about domestic violence. So she walks on. Oh, Never Lord. tell Judy Gold no. Not to it's the greatest thing. Yes. So she told me, she goes, so I walk on stage. I grab the mic and I just look at him. So my husband's fucking me in the ass. And I'm on all fours in the bathroom floor because I'm scrubbing the toilet with my toothbrush. I said, honey, if you just, can you hurry up and finish? I got to cook dinner or something. I was crying. Oh, my God. They almost shot her in oh, full of blood. Oh, yeah. But she goes, don't ever tell me no. Right. I know what to do. I'm a professional. I know right. what the crowd is and how to handle it. But if you tell me no, I'm going right. to do it. And I'm the same way. Right. I had, I remember one time, bless his heart. This is back, wow. I have to go back and like, you know, about 2000, somewhere in there. I was doing this this little shithole room off Melrose somewhere with Mike Marino. Oh, wow. And this is at the time, uh, Joey, this is so bad, Joey Buttafuoco and Mary Jo were living in L.A. at the time. And I got to know them because they would come to the comedy store with Chewy. Remember Chewy? Yeah, I remember Chewy. And because they were hanging out at the Rainbow, and him and Chewy were doing a night at the Rainbow so they could make money because right. they were using Joey Buttafuoco's, you know, Fame. Reality fame from his wife getting shot for ha fucking, you know, the the chick that fixed fixed the car or whatever her name was. What was her name? I can't exactly. So cut to Joey and Mary Jo come to the show. Well, being Italians and East Coast, Marino's tripping over himself. Like there's a celebrity in the house. I'm like, calm down. No, yeah. They're known because Mary Jo got shot in the face and she's talking out like the fucking elephant man. Bless her heart. <laughs> You know, my husband got his dick sucked, and all I got was his bullet in the face. Ah! Did you say that on stage? Never. Oh, okay. Never. I oh. will now. <laughs> but at the time, you know, we were, they were really nice people, so they came to support me. So getting, right before I go on, right before I go on, I'm sick as a dog, I have a fever, not feeling well, but there was people there to see, and I committed to this, I never cancel over something stupid, and Joey and Mary Jo were coming, and a few other friends, so I'm not going to cancel for the stage time, so I'm not going to die, right? right? So... Right before I go on, Mike Marino goes, you got to be clean in this room. You can't be dirty. You can't do your act. I'm like, you're telling me this five minutes before I go on stage? Yeah. So I go on, and I'm like thinking in my head, you know, so I'm like, you know, I'll do the share stuff, because at right. the time it was very relevant with Believe and all that shit. Right. So I'll do the share stuff, because that's clean enough, and that eats up about seven or eight minutes. Right. I go, then I'll play with the crowd and talk about, you know, little things. So I did that. Kept it calm. 
had a great set, and I made the sickness work for me. Right. Had fun with it, got off stage. Mike Marina goes up to close out the show. It's filthy. Filthy as fuck, cussing and everything. He just didn't want me to go up in front of him. Because he didn't want me. Because he thought, you know. And, it would be harder. Yeah. So that's another side of the coin. So after that day, when someone tells me no, right. no means yes. Yeah. And, and twice and, as loud. And, and very quickly, because I know we yes. have to wrap up, but, but in that same vein, I can't tell you how many times I would get calls from my manager because they, so this is what before I was headlining, you know, they'd be like, so-and-so doesn't want to work with you anymore because they said you're too dirty. I said, it's not because I'm too dirty, because they can't fucking follow me. There's a difference between being dirty and not being able to follow you. You know, and the other thing is, and I, I, you know this story, following somebody who's strong is the best way to make become a good comic. I used to have to follow Rogan every fucking night in the main room at the comedy store mm -hmm. when he was doing his Tiger's fucking bit. And it was, it was, it, it, you know, because I'd walk out, I was this cute little blonde kid, girl, and I didn't have a kid yet, and I'd walk out and I'd, and people, you know, and it, it, you learn how to do it. It's pressure. But, yeah. but following somebody strong, always, it, 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 it gives you... It's going to tell you who you are as a exactly. performer. It's going to mm -hmm. tell you where you are in your abilities. Right. I told Mitzi, because I'm so loud and crazy, I go, and I told her, I want to follow Rogan right. in the OR. I want to follow Holtzman. I want to follow Dice. I right. want to follow Moody. I go, put me on after all these guys. And even at the time, this guy Richie was managing the club, and to all those guys, and Tommy and all of them were like, and they watched, and they went, you are the only person who could follow Rogan like that right. after he rapes the stool Right, for an oh, hour. God, that's, yeah. So, because it was a great, and even Jeff Scott is like, I've never seen anybody be able to follow Rogan, command the room, and right. keep them going. Right. And then it was like a nice little ease, like the big tsunami came, and then came out in another wave, and just totally eased the water. Right, it's always better to... to I begged for those spots, mm -hmm. because I said, I want to get better. Right. And then I go, I want to be stronger. Yeah. And there's something, because Carol knows, it's a comedy store thing. We, we're always called, like, store comics. Right. If you say the word store comic, people know where you're from, and they right. know what kind of a comic you are, that you're, there's no bullshit. Right. And these comics today uh. don't want to work. No. They want everything handed to them. Right. I had a comic who was a good friend of mine. She's funny as fuck, been in the game a long time, took some time off. Right. She even said, I don't want to follow Christy, it's too hard, because she's so low-key. Right. And I said to her I said to her and everybody, and I had another comic complain about me to Al, right. Shiva, that Not they don't want to follow me. Right. And I was just laughing. I'm like, how the fuck do you think you're going to get stronger? Right. And I go, who cares what I do? Right. When you get on stage, that's your time. Right. This is one thing Frankie Pace, my godfather, taught me. He goes, Christy, it shouldn't matter what happened before you or after you. Right. That 10, 15, 20 minutes you're on that stage, it's, it's your, your time. time. Make it work. Mm -hmm. Make it all about right. you. And then when you're gone, the next comic does the same thing. Right. If you worry yeah. about what's going on before yeah. or after you, it's you, you lost. Yeah. And I, I mean, and I know this because Christy's followed me and I followed Christy. And if yeah. I love following her. And I love following her because, because it's like, yeah, she's got them going. Right. It's like double stalkers. You just follow yeah. each other. But that's, but that's the thing is that nobody, I never worry about you. When you watch comics in the back, of, oh, they're killing them. I'm like, that's good. It makes your job easier, asshole. Mm -hmm. Anyway. So when they have, before we close, like at night, they have me closing the shows all the time. Right. Because they said people don't like following you, so you're now the closer. I'm the Mariana Rivera. I made a joke about uh, it. 
And Al posted the Inner Sandman entrance when he did the All I Was Dying. That's great. It's so great. I go, Al, we need this on loop when I go on stage. So they always have to check spot before I go on. So they always put, like, one of the interns on yeah. the new comics. And it's just, and people, between paying the checks and the comic, not doing, and they end up going on for, like, eight minutes, ten minutes, or whatever it is. It's long enough to get the checks paid. I'm thinking the MC should handle that. Right. Oh, mm -hmm. absolutely. And, uh, and, um... Or just do, like, have them hand their credit card over and then ring it up at the end or whatever, like we used to do at the comedy store. Right. But whatever, it's not my club, so it's okay. But it's like, at that point, the room is lost. Right. They're discombobulated. Right. So then the MC goes on for, like, 30 seconds to get them ready to go. So now they got to regroup and get the crowd. So for me, I'm like, this makes it even harder. Right. Oh, absolutely. So I got to go up and work twice a time. They always put me on after the shit comic. I'm like, good. I got to fucking get the room back. It's up to right. me now. Right. Right. But on that count. note, doing the Queens of Broadway show, which, oh, by the way, Janice Massetti and I produced the Queens of Broadway third Friday of every month at Broadway Comedy Club now. Woo. It's great. And Carol Montgomery will be on it July 20th. Yes. So excited. Um, to go up in, our in the main room. Right. With a real crowd, not just like, you know, tourists that don't speak English from the, you know, wherever, like Melania's cousins. <laughs> <laughs> so, God bless, I love them. But um, to go up on a Friday night with a real crowd, it sounded like a concert in there. Of mm course. -hmm. And it was like, and I was like laughing because I was like, oh my God, it's nice to go up in front of a real crowd and hear that instead of going up in front of like, you know, at one in the morning. Right. To the, to, to the, like the people paying the checks on a Tuesday night, which is great. I still have fun, but that's where the magic happens, too. Right, of course. But of course. anyway, but you that's, can... I don't even know where I was going with that. But but comics complain, they don't want to work. Her and I have worked and fucking followed the hardest comics. Yep. And that's what made us stronger. the dirt. Yeah. And people get scared to follow Carol. I remember yeah. Carol being in the main room, like, oh, shit, now we got to follow her? Yeah. I'm like, yeah, you do. Yeah. It sucks like, to be you. Oh, yeah, people, I don't want to follow you. Oh, come on, I'm not. And now, it's what's so funny to me is, I'm not, when I look at what I do compared to other people, I'm like, people, I'm not that, I'm not that dirty anymore, I'm not that, but, you're just pussies. Yeah, because dirty equals funny. Yes. And the lesson of the night, be a follower, not a leader. Right? right. Be a grower, not a shower. <laughs> I mean, please, I beg of you, <laughs> fucking God. Well, thank you, Carol, for being oh, a part of this. This is great. I'm coming back. Please, anytime. Be a part of this. I doubt I would. Do it's that. once a month. Yeah. It's like a period that and you it, don't get anymore. I was just gonna say, that, that hilarious. There's now, nothing. now you get your period again. How oh about that? God, fuck you! <laughs> I don't know my. I don't have eggs anymore. I have powdered eggs though. How do you like your eggs? Fertilized. <laughs> Dried up. Menopause. Sitting out for a week. Menopause when I walk in the room. Remember that song? Yes. Sylvester. Everything. Oh, I just showed how old I am. Oh, my God. All right. Well, we're going to wrap this up. DJ Furrow, I love you. Oh, I love you both. You're a pleasure to just sit here and listen to. Oh. I haven't said shit all night. I've just been, like, serenaded by some, you know, rough and, and I'm tough I'm going to have you do my makeup one day when I want to be like a girl. Yeah. Because I'm not a girl. If I can make this look like a girl, I can definitely make you look like a girl. No worries. <laughs> And on that note, thank this you is, all for listening. This has thank been you. the monthly period. I'm Christy Miller. Catherine had to go do a spot. Fuck her meth head. I got to change out my catheter. So we have a lot of work we got to yes. get done tonight. And I have to pee again. Yes, because she's, you know. 85. Yeah, menopausal. <laughs> menopausal. 
Well, thank you, and we'll see you next month. Bye.